go ahead and get into some like the hot button uh, topics right now. Let's go ahead and uh, pivot to right now the fair or foul. Fair or foul topic uh, number one right now uh, on this one-hour edition here of the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers uh, podcast. I mean, not Steel podcast right now as uh, we look at things. Uh, going into it. Uh, T.J. Watt and the Steelers will have a new deal prior to the start of the regular season. I am going to say more than likely fair for right now. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say foul. Only because when you look at a contract right now, I mean, yes, it's going to be challenging right now to figure out something for a guy like T.J. Watt's uh, caliber. Uh, For a player who's not really a quarterback, but I mean, at the same time, you can make the argument too. He's definitely one of the many. He's one of the quarterbacks on defense alongside Devin Bush. And you look at I me, mean, a guy like uh, T.J. Watts. I mean, work ethic. I mean, the way he has contributed. I mean, nearly being defensive player of the year on two separate occasions. A lot of people, like I said, did feel like he got robbed. I mean, especially this past season. I don't really think so. I have no problem with Aaron Donald uh, taking that award. But you look at right here, of like three straight seasons, double-digit sacks right there. Uh, having his career high in sacks at 15. Uh, he also had an interception. And he also, too, I mean, with this season, he has second career high in tackles. Uh as solo tackles with uh, 43. And uh, he had a career high in quarterback hits at 41. This is a guy uh, right now who I I get very concerned right now. I don't think this is going to necessarily be a situation like Le'Veon Bell. I mean, I mean, the guy, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, too, I mean, listen... T.J. Watt is going to be there for his teammates. He's going to be ready. I think, if anything, when I look back at Le'Veon Bell from, like, three years ago when he was trying to go for at least two straight seasons, trying to negotiate a deal, did not get any deal done. He accepted the franchise tag in 2017, and he uh, did not participate in any uh, preseason games. He just kept his body in shape until it was time for the start of the season, and he took slowly to kind of, like, warm up and then start to get going as the season went on. But, listen, Le'Veon Bell, and no respect once again, but this was a guy who was trying to get himself set financially and with guarantees. Now, I don't think he was trying to snub his teammates. He was just trying to strictly uh, keep a business approach and uh, keep himself in the best shape possible without getting injured. I mean, when you think about like uh, taking all these reps where it's unnecessary reps or not, I mean, how much did it really mess with a guy's psyche here that he had to put everything on the line to keep himself in better positioning? And that, that's why I look at T.J. Watt right now. I don't think that's really the case with T.J. Watt. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, I mean, it's the most obvious thing. This is a sport of football. We're going to be expecting a lot of injuries be at play here. I mean, you put yourself at risk every game, every snap, if anything. And the way you got to grind things out. I just think TJ Watt right now, I just don't feel like he could afford creating any kind of like a rift with the organization. Not being there, I mean, in his, with his team. 
I mean, this guy is uh, definitely going to continue to work his butt off and be one of the top contributors on this defense, if not the future, should they uh, like to sign him, I mean, long-term. I mean, when we look at the Steelers' uh, salary cap uh, situation right now, according to OverTheCap.com uh, right now, with the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, their salary cap space uh, currently... They're in the top 10. Top 10 at about $15.5 million in cap space. Now, don't forget, I think a lot of that uh, was hugely uh, due to uh, David DeCastro's uh, release. Let's uh, continue to look at it right now. And uh, David DeCastro is going to be accounted for uh, $5.547 million in uh, dead money. Uh, for this season. So maybe that has a huge reason to do with it right now. I mean, the other uh, dead uh, money figures for this year, I mean, you got uh, just to recap, Marquise Pouncey at about $6.475 uh, million, followed by cornerback Steve Nelson, $6.17 million. Uh, David DeCastro, uh, who I just went over, Vince Williams over three over $3 million, Vance McDowell's $2.7 million, Stefan Wisniewski, $187,500. Antoine Brooks, $128,000. So, I mean, you take a look at a lot of these figures right here, and I really do believe right now, I mean, listen, I mean, the Steelers right now have got themselves set up nicely. And like I said, I, and I like the signing right now of a guy in Trey Turner. I mean, you have to have someone ready follow up for Dave DeCastro and you also gotta believe too I mean the next year's draft right now emphasis has to be more offensive line and and that's why I say for right now the Steelers I mean with their money getting freed up I do believe they'll get them an extension I believe they'll get a new deal cause I think Stefan uh, to it I think they got him signed the day before the start of the regular season in 2017 and uh, Stefan it. I mean when we looked at his deal uh, back then he signed a five million dollar I mean a five year six million dollar contract extension on September 9th and which by the way was the day before the season uh, that was reported by Mike Florio Pro Football Talk uh, it. he received an 11 million dollar sign bonus and two million uh, roster bonus in 2017 which were the guaranteed portions of the contract, and then and and then at the end of the, the season, back in February eighth, he conferred ten point two one million dollars of his base salary and roster bonus into a signing bonus, uh, which created about eight point one six eight million dollars in cash space for the Steelers. So can the Steelers do something with that right now and get creative? Because the other things too that was mentioned by uh, Ed Bouchette right now. Uh, so far, there's been no news yet, but states that it won't be easy trying to figure out a contract that will average close to $30 million a year for someone who doesn't play quarterback. Uh, he has signed uh, this year, uh, thanks to large part, with a friendly deal due to picking up his fifth-year option at $10 million. Uh, and they got the option right now. If they want, they want to be technical about it. I doubt they'll come to this uh, point, but they could tag them in the next two seasons if they wish, in 2022 and 2023. And I, 
and the franchise tag for a linebacker 2021 is 15 million dollars this year so I mean when you really look at it I mean either way I mean you got your guy regardless for this season the question is are they going to be able to like uh, lock this guy up long term and I'm going to have to say the answer is yes I just don't feel like right now they'll make that same mistake I mean like not, not necessarily a mistake, but in that position where you had a guy like Le'Veon Bell, nothing was struck. But I do feel like right now what you have to look at is that you don't want to let someone like him slip away. I mean, and you got to think, too, I mean, his brother, too, along with his agent right now, are looking to do everything they can to make sure he gets rewarded handsomely, which I do feel like he will. The only thing is right now with uh, T.J. Watt uh, for this uh, time, it's just how he continues to get better to get himself for uh, defense player of the year. It also be a significant part in leading this team to a Super Bowl. Because that, that's the other, the other caveat to this, too. You I mean, you sign this guy with all this money, but can we see a defense win them a championship? I mean, when, you got, when you're in the 21st century, where a lot more, especially in the last 10-plus uh, years, has been, the name of the game has been more offense, is he going to be the guy that really uh, does enough to uh, put this team in position to really uh, help make that come to fruition? Because remember, the last uh, player to win uh, Super Bowl MVP was Von Miller, the Denver Broncos. He's a linebacker. And... I mean, it rarely happens, I mean, during these times. I mean, I mean, then you also uh, had two, I think, back in uh, Super Bowl uh, 48, uh, which, uh, by the way, let's see. I think the guy who uh, won that was, oh, here we go. I got it right here. It was uh, Malcolm Smith. Right there, who won Super Bowl MVP in '48, and then uh, prior to uh, Malcolm Smith, when we uh, dissect uh, those uh, Super Bowl uh, wins, aside from that, you also had let's see, You also had the Tampa uh, Buccaneers with Dexter Jackson. They had Ray Lewis. So four people in the last 21 years, defense players win Super Bowl MVP. I mean, which is uh, really uh, interesting right there. And you had like three of those four, which were linebackers. And uh, it was definitely a beautiful thing to watch. So, I mean, that'd be a big question for TJ Watt. Let's go ahead and go ahead into uh, our second topic right now of uh, fair or foul. Our second one right now. Will the new breed of offensive linemen right now? Now we got uh, guys like uh, Kevin Dotson, B.J. Finney. We got Chuswoma, Corfor, Zach Banner, and Trey Turner uh, more than likely in the mix 
Will we see this offensive line give up a few more sacks? Uh, I'm going to have to say maybe foul for right now. I I'm not sure, but I, f I definitely do feel like right now the bigger question is, can they help up holes in the run game? Uh, wait and see. I mean, maybe Harris is that guy. As long as he can stay healthy. But I, I definitely do feel like right now, this is going to be a concern right now based on Trey Turner's uh, track record. And like I said, I mean, you, you look at it, at the end of the day, I mean, his team is getting up uh, 272 sacks in his seven seasons with teams like the Panthers and the Chargers. I mean, the, the only good news is they can help open up the run game a lot more. I definitely got do feel like that's got to be a little bit more efficient. But I mean, that, that's where you also had to like uh, convey to Ben Rosberger earn his trust right now. I mean, where they could run in certain situations, guys need to step up and how they can catch out of the backfield and make things a lot more easier on him. Because the thing is, too, I also look at it right now. Ben Rosberger, I mean, how much more is this going to push him into retirement as time continues to go on, as clock is ticking for this guy? I mean, he was very fortunate to convince his team of a one-year contract extension with the Steelers. I definitely do feel like right now, I mean, you look at a guy like Ben Rosberger who's had the luxury, I mean, always having great relationships with his offensive line. And uh, that's very smart thinking, too. I mean, your buddy's right there. I mean, obviously, he played his cards right, and he got decent protection and the best of his performances. I just get a little concerned right now because then you got to look at, too, if Ben Rosberger does decide to hang it up after this season... I mean, you got guys weighing the wings and Mason Rudolph and possibly a Dwayne Haskins. I'm not sure how much Dwayne Haskins is really uh, work in the Steelers' fold, but you got to believe there's some plans together collectively to keep this thing on track and to make sure you got a good, solid stable around each other. I, I just feel right now... I mean, the communication, the, the chemistry is going to be one thing that's going to be uh, definitely see how that works out, how they uh, fit together here. And I, I just really look at it right now. I mean, you got a lot of factors, like I mentioned, but I, I do feel like the, the leadership, the communication with each other, it's, gonna, it's definitely going to be a lot more eye-openers along the way. As uh, we look at. And last but not least, topic number three. Steelers will wear uh, alternate helmets with uniforms during the, during the regular season. Like their throwback uniforms or their color rush. I'll probably say foul for right now. I could probably see it working for their color rush uniforms. And one of the biggest uh, reasons uh, why uh, they did not have the last few years in uniform uh, policy was mainly because of, like the safety because uh, player safety was the primary reason the, the league previously told teams to stop using alternate helmets. They wanted every player to have one helmet that fit them properly and did not want to alter it during the season. Only the, mainly because they did not want them to have like uh, injury risks right there. 
and uh, if they had injury risk, possibly being the league being sued. So I, I, I wouldn't mind right now. I mean, the yellow, yellow helmets they wore, the yellow gold helmets back what they had in 2007, would they wear those with the color you uniforms? I think that'd be pretty darn cool if they did do that. And to be honest with you, I would have no issue with it. I think that was a nice little caveat, but I'm not so sure how much it's going to work in uh, with the Steelers because as reported by uh, Michael David Smith of Pro Football Talk, a memo sent to teams uh, this afternoon back on June, I mean yesterday afternoon, the league announced a new policy would give the teams the opportunity to use two different helmets starting in the 2022 season. A proper move with fans who are more than likely like alternate throwback, I mean who usually like alternate and throwback uniforms. Teams compare the second helmet with alternate throwback or color rush uniforms so long as they follow all league policies on ensuring that all alternate helmets are properly fitted and that all players are provided with significant opportunity to wear the hel- alternate helmets and practice prior to wearing them in the game. So there you have it. I mean, that's going to do it for this edition here of the Mastio uh, Podcast. Hope you guys enjoy the topics right now. And uh, hopefully we'll see uh, some more encouraging updates right now as far as the Steelers' uh, practices. Remember, once again, no training camp at St. Vincent College, which is a real bummer. But they will be having uh, practices at Heinz Field and the UPMC Sports Rooney uh, Complex right there. So we'll have more updates as it continues to go along this summer. But other than that, can't wait for an awesome Hall of Fame. Once again, if you guys want to hit me up on Twitter, it is at CGR and on Instagram at Nation. As always, leave you. Don't be trolling. Be rolling. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. I gone. <laughs>